Pesiyat Edishmaya, we're going to do a little bit of Parshas Vayishlach Vayizah Hashem. A very, very sadistic parsha. The parsha begins like this. Vayishlach Yaakov Malochim Lefonov. We know that Yaakov sent Malochim, Malochim Mamish, El Eisav Ochim, Arutzel Seyes De Edoim. Vayitzavu Yisum Leima. Koi Soymu Laadoni Leisav Koi Omal Avducho Yaakov Im Lovon Garati. I lived with Lovon. Vayichar Ad Ota. And this is the reason why I got delayed, I lingered around up until now. Rashi comes along with two very important Yesodas to explain what this means. What does this mean in love on Garati? What's coming on? So Rashi says there are two Pirushim, two Pshatim to this Rashi. Rashi says, number one, Loino Asesi Sar Bukhoshev Elagar. In other words, I wasn't some big officer, I wasn't some Hoshavayid. Don't worry about the brochas that I quote unquote stole from our father. It's fine. I, became, I'm, I'm just, I just lived there. I wasn't doing anything Hoshav. I didn't become anything Hoshav. Nothing happened. You shouldn't hate me. The brochas that I quote unquote stole were not really McQueen in me. Nothing happened. They weren't fulfilled. Parish number one. Parish number two. Says Rashi. Dova Ache, Garati Bigmatria Tariag, Garati is the Gematria Tariag, Kloimam Lovan Harosha Garati, I lived with Lovan the Rosh of a Tariag Mitzvah Shamarati, and I kept all of the Tariag Mitzvahs, Veloi Lamanati Mimaisavaroyim. I didn't learn anything bad from what he did, you know, even though the Rambam, as we know, famously says, although Moshech Achaskiva, the person generally is, is, is pulled by his surroundings, he's telling him, don't worry, I live there, I live with Lovan, and I survived. I kept all of the mitzvahs. Rabbi Yisrael, let me ask you a question on both pshatim. I'm sure many of you learned this Rashi, and I'm sure many of you had this question as well. There are, there's a problem with both pshatim and Rashi. There's a problem with both pshatim. The problem with the first pshat is, what are you doing? You're minimizing the brachas? You're telling Esau, don't worry, chill out, man. The brachas are fine. They weren't mequim in me. Nothing happened. They weren't fulfilled. What are you doing? You're minimizing the brachas in front of Esau. Chazal tell us that because Esau was so upset that Yaakov, his brother, stole the brachas from him, Yaakov was paid back. Where? By the Purim story. In, by Homon and Shushan Abira. He was paid back because he stole the brachas. So what are you saying? Nah, not a big deal. The brachas weren't fulfilled anyway, so who cares? What are you minimizing the brachas in front of Esau? That's the question number one. Question number two, Rabbi say. Oh, in love on Garrity. Yeah, I kept the mitzvahs. Oh, that's going to get Esau calming down. Oh, Esau's really upset. He's come to, to wage a war with you. He's come to fight with you. It's okay. I put on my tzitzis this morning. I was a good yid. I doubled with a minion. I did my daf. I'm great. I'm good. It's fine. It's beautiful. What is going on over here? What is Rashi telling us? What is pshat number one, minimizing the brachas, and pshat number two, what is the shaykhas? Ma'inin shmite, it's a sinai of a simple thing, of Esau's coming to fight with you. No, no, it's okay, I, I, I did all the mitzvahs. But what does he care? Rabbi said, I don't hear the kasha, right? It's a very famous question. Just let me add this kasha. Amongst many pirushim on these rashis is with Dobu Pravaski, Shiva Ponovich, and the Sefer Shmeridas. See, he brings a medrash. Where the Medrash in Bamid Barab and Parashas Chukah says, a Yisoid which many of us are probably familiar, 
And we say over in our sleep every night is the Mesilla Sasharim in Perik Aleph. And the Medrash basically spells out, and he brings Psukim, that Olam Hazet, this world, is a preparation for the next world. That's what we're doing here. This world, the reason that we are living physically in this world, is a preparation for the next world. In other words, says the Medrash, Olam Habo and Olam Hazer are not two separate things. People think they are. There's Olam Hazer, there's this world. And there's Olam Habo, that's the next world. That's a separate thing, right? No, no, no. Says the Medrash very clearly. In Parashas Chukas, it's all one thing. This world is a preparation for the next world. That's what it all is. You're here in this world to prepare for the next world. And so the Shram famously says, it's in Perikalaf, that the whole purpose why Yigid is in this world, the Tachlis, is to build, is to prepare for the next world. Lefizera Boisai says with David Pavaski, the two Pirushi Marashi are so beautiful that they complement one another. Why? The whole claim of Esau was, hey, you stole the brachas. What did Esau want in the brachas? Gashmias. Gashmias. He wanted everything in this world. He wanted to chop everything he could in this world. And Yaakov was telling him, no, no, no. The brachas were not fulfilled in me in a Gashmias way. I used the Gashmias to enable myself to build my Olam Haba. And that's Pshat in the second Pshat in Rashi. The Tariag Mitzvah Shamarati means don't worry, I kept all the mitzvahs. I look at this world as, a, as an opportunity to build for the next world. So, me mail of the brachas that our Father gave me were not fulfilled in the way that you wanted. They fulfilled in me the way I wanted, the way I saw life, the way I appreciated life, and that is to build in this world for the next world. Mimela, these are the two Pshatim in Rashi. And I think it goes so beautifully. It goes so beautifully with the Hemshech of the Parsha. When the Parsha tells us in Perut Lamad base, Pasach of Hey, we all know this famous Yisoy, the Gid Anosha in this week's Parsha. There was a fight, pastors with the eight Sahara of Esau coming to fight Yaakov of Inu, and he struck him. And he struck him in the plainest time because of that we can't eat the Gid Anoshe. And he was left alone. Why was he left alone? What's he doing alone? You know why he was left alone? Because there were these little jugs, little tiny jugs that he left. So he went back, non accompanied, to pick up. The little jugs. The Pachim Ketanim. That's Pshat by Yibose Yaakov. Levadi. He was left alone. Says the Gemara. If you look up the Gemara more than what Rashi says and brings down. Mikan. From here we learn. Litzadikim Shechoviv Aleyem Memoinam Yaisem Egufam. That by Tzadikim. Their mum and their cash. The money. The money. The possessions that they have. Is more Choshiv than their Guf. Why? Says the Gemara, because they're not choshed on stealing. They don't steal. Tzadikim don't steal. Everything they have belongs to them. Says the Chsam Soifer, quoting a Gemara in Brochus Laman, hey, what's pshat in this Chazal? Rabbi said, this is unbelievable. Listen to this Chsam Soifer. Says the Chsam Soifer, I bring a Gemara in Brochus, if a person enjoys, has pleasure from this world without a Brochus, 
You stole from God. You stole from Hashem. Says the Chassam Soifa, since Tzadikim don't have anything in their possessions that belongs to somebody else, it belongs to them, everything that they have belongs to themselves, therefore their mom and their possessions is so hushed to them, it's so dear to them, because it's all they have. They're not going to take from somebody else. They're only going to use that which belongs to them. And that's the Pshat. Says the Arizal. Amoyu de Kazakh. Says the Arizal. Why? Why is it that Tzadikim look at their possessions more harsh than their own body? Says the Arizal. You know why? Because they appreciate that everything the Rabbi Nishlan gave them was for them. Was in order to utilize to become a better person. Was to utilize to get a schayun on the this is story that we're saying over here, that the Medrash tells us, that answers two Perushim in Rashi, which is that this world is a preparation for the next world. What are you doing here? You're doing here, you're building. You're building for your Olam Haba. And it's by Tzadikim, if they have something, it's because Hashem wanted me to have it. And if I don't have it, it's because Hashem doesn't want me to have it. It's not what I need in order to steig. This what a powerful Yesoid Chazala teaching us over here of the power of appreciation. Of appreciating that which you have. We realize that every single thing that we were given by the Rabbani Shalom is a gift in order for us to steig, in order for us to grow, in order for us to get closer to Hashem. And that which we don't have, we're just not meant to have. The Meshkiach of me, Rabbi Yerucham, brings a mice of a philosophist who wanted to be satisfied with the least amount in this world that he possibly could. So he took every single one of his possessions that were not necessary and he gave it all up. He gave it all away. He chucked it all out. He was left with one thing. He was left with a pump and a cup in order to pump water from the well. He needed a pump and he needed a cup. And that's what he wanted to do. I don't want to have any hanar from this world, the worldly pleasures. He got rid of everything. Until one day, he was walking over he was walking down the countryside and he saw a group of people that were drinking from a well directly they weren't using a pump and they weren't using a cup he said ah so I don't even need this and he got rid of the pump and he got rid of the cup says Rabbi Rucham that's not what Chazal wants that's not what the Torah wants that's not what the Rabbi Nishlam wants Yaakov Avinu understood the opposite the Pachim Ketanin the reason why he was left alone is because what was Choshev to him was everything that the Rabbi Nishlam gave him Whatever the Rabbi Shalom gave them was exactly what he understood he needed for his Avodah Hashem. And therefore, if I left them, I have to go fetch them. I have to go pick them up. Because he understood that whatever he had is what he needed. That's the Pshat, Rabbi Sai. In this week's parasha, where, where, Chazal, where the Torah tells us that when Esau came to meet Yaakov, Esau says, who are all these people with you? What's going on? What's this whole situation? And Yaakov responds, take it easy. What does Esau say? Esau says a very interesting thing. What's the contrast between Esau and Yaakov? Esau says, Yeshli Roiv. I have a lot. I have a lot. Yeshli Roiv, I have, I have a lot. What does Yaakov say? Prophet Gilalaf. Yeshli Kol. I have everything. Yaakov Avinu, you have everything? <laughs> did you go to Dubai? Did, did you see the, the latest, latest thing? Did you go to Dubai? Because if you didn't go to Dubai, you didn't see anything. You didn't get there yet. Come on, man. You've got to go through the jungle in South Africa. You've got to swing the Swahili bear. You got to hear about the Swahili bear? Come on, man. You've got to have fun. You've got to see everything. Yaakov Avinu, I have everything. What, he had plasma screens in every single one of his bathrooms that were gold-plated? 
He didn't have gold-plated toilet seats, excuse the expression. What does this mean, Yeshli Koil? I have everything. Yeshli comes along, Yeshli Roif. What's the Pshat? The Pshat's Pashat. Because the Yaakov Avinu, everything he had is what he needed. Everything the Rabbani Shalom gave him, by the way, doesn't only refer to money. It refers to health. It refers to your brain power. It refers to your physical strength. Whatever you have is exactly what the Rabbani Shalom wanted you to have. But the problem is we don't appreciate it. Yes, we arrive. I have a lot. Do I have everything? No. But I have a lot. That's Esau. Yaakov, Yeshli Kol. I have everything. I have everything I need. Ezer Osher says the Mishnah in Perkyovis, Hasomeach Bechalkai. You're rich because you have everything. Yes, I didn't get to Dubai yet. Yes, I didn't see all the latest phones and the latest cars and the upgrading. I didn't get to it yet. But I have everything because I have everything that the Rabboni Shalom gave me. I don't need anything more than this. That's what the Tzadikim are teaching us. That's what the parish is teaching us. The Chavis Alabobis Rabbi Sai in Shara Bechina brings down Perik Vov how a person has to open up his eyes and notice and see that which the Rabboni Shalom gave him for two reasons. Reason number one says the Chavis Alabobis that you can thank Hashem and reason number two is you can actually appreciate it. Because you open your eyes and you see, look what Hashem gave me. He goes on further and he says that if a person does this, do you understand, says the Chavis Alabavis, the love that you'll have for Hashem if you just open your eyes and see what do you have. People are looking at what they don't have. People are looking at what he has and what he's got. No, it's what you've got. Because whatever you have, the Rabbani Shalom gave to you. Whether it's money, whether it's health, whether it's your brain. It's exactly what you need to steig in this world. More than that you don't need. That's what the Chavis Salavov says. And that's an incredible lesson. Just to give you two examples before we move on. Take your heart. Your heart. Inside your body you have a heart. Your heart pumps 70 times every minute. That's approximately 100,000 times a day. Your lifetime, your heart is pumping over two and a half billion times. And it never stops. It never gets bored. And it never takes a rest. You know what? I challenge you. Take your hand. Clench your fist. Do it a few times. How many times can you do it until you get a little bit bored and a little bit tired and it starts to hurt you? And you're like, okay, it's enough already. Your heart does it the entire lifetime. And it never gets, never gets bored, never gets tired, keeps on pumping, keeps on pumping. Your blood, that your heart is circulating around your body. How long does it take for the blood to circulate your entire body? All the way, a whole, whole circuit. How long does it take? Somewhere between one and three minutes. That's how long it takes for your blood to circulate your entire body. Just by the way, if you were to stretch out all your arteries, all your veins and all your capillaries of an adult person, do you know how long that would stretch? 60,000 miles, which basically goes around planet Earth two and a half times. But yet your heart can pump the blood around your body in one to three minutes. You know, your heart weighs about 12 ounces, and they compare it to somebody, for example, that's averaging picking up a car three feet 
off the ground for an hour. But yet your heart keeps on going. Just keeps on going. It says the Chayda Salavavis, the Rabbani Shalom, created everything we need in comparison to how much we need it. The air, you need a lot of air. It's all over the place. There's nowhere that you go that basically hasn't got air. Water, there's a lot. It's not as necessary as air, so it's not as found. And fruit and vegetables, less. And diamonds, even less than that. Therefore, the Rabbani Shalom creates absolutely everything the way that we need it. That's what Yaakov Avinu is teaching us. Appreciate what we have. Appreciate every single thing that you have that you were given because these are gifts from the Rabboni Shalom that were specifically tailor-made for you. A teacher comes into class one day and surprises the students with a test. No one likes a test. All right, kids, we're going to be doing a test. You can hear the groaning in the room, right? So they're like, okay, we have a choice. So the teacher goes from table to table and gives out the test, obviously face down. Everyone gets a piece of paper on their, on their desk until everyone's got one. The teacher comes to the front and says, okay, everybody, pick up the test. Turn over the piece of paper. The piece of paper looked like this. This was it. And everyone's like, huh? What's going on? So the teacher said, what I want you to do is I want you to write about what you see. And everyone started writing and writing and writing. Eventually, after about 20 minutes, the teacher goes and collects all the pieces of paper. Says, don't worry guys, I'm not going to test you, I'm not going to grade you on this. But I want you to think about something. And as he read one after the other, the papers, something was very, very noticeable. Every child wrote basically the same idea. The size of the dot, the position of the dot, why it's there and not somewhere else. Everyone wrote something. Said this teacher, nobody concentrated on the paper. Nobody concentrated on the white of the paper. Said this teacher, the white is our lives. There's so much good. And the black dot is the little bumps, the challenges that we have in our lives. And what everybody does is they concentrate on the black dot. Everybody concentrates on that which they don't have of that which is difficult, on that which somebody else has. Those are the black dots. The white paper is our lives. Rabbi Sai, let's start concentrating on the white. Let's start concentrating on all the beautiful gifts that the Rabbi Nishalonim has given us in our lives, and there are countless of them. More and more, the more we think about. When we think of this, and we think about the gifts that the Rabbi Nishalonim gave us, our lives can change our Akhoris can change. Our gratitude to the Rabbi can change. And the Ezer if we learn from this lesson this week, the Rabbi will give us all through this a tremendous amount of siyat. I have a wonderful night.